We took an opal back just now that you need to see because he bought it at JCK last year. Because we'll show it to you tomorrow. We'll show it to you. Okay. I mean, it's like it's It's a boulder opal, and it's it's like it's like a it's like this. It's like a mustache. It's a V, and it's got incredible color. How have I not seen that? No, because we sold it last we year. We sold it last year. Beca- right? And we were all in love with it, and I was going to design a piece for it, but I couldn't commit to a piece because I loved the opal too much. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. And then he bought it. And then he bought it, and I was like, whew. But I've dreamt about this opal for a year. Welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Brecken. And we have a special guest today. We have Angie Crabtree. Ooh, I'm so excited. Angie Crabtree's here. <laughs> For those of you who don't know Angie Crabtree, she is the, what do you call it, OG, original gemstone painter. Started with diamonds. Gorgeous. Branching out into other things, like beautiful opals. Just yes. recently. Just recently, which I'm Just so excited recently. about. Uh, we're here live. Well, I guess we can't say live because this is going to be played later, right? Well, but yeah. we're we are live at, live at AGTA, where you, my dear, are exhibiting. Mm-hmm. I got the chills when I saw those live, like the actual paintings. Because paint. I've only seen your prints. Yeah. yeah, and it's different than seeing it on Instagram, right? It is. It's so different because you can see the brush strokes. It's like you feel the painting. Yeah. I, that opal was just like bam in my face when I walked up there. No, I'm not even. I'm Especially not lying. Especially the opals because it's more expressionistic than the diamonds. It is. Know? Yeah, yeah. The diamonds are pretty geometric and with the facets Symmetrical. and all that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, one, how did? What inspired you to do this? Well, I have an art background. Uh-huh. Um, I went to an arts high school and art college. I graduated from SFAI in 2009, and I immediately started teaching art at a high school. Oh my and gosh, high school art teacher. It was really fun. It was? I played cool music. High school kids <laughs> scare me. They probably loved you. They loved me. They because you were the art homies. teacher. Yeah. yeah. And I was like the youngest scary. teacher there, so oh. it was fun. Yeah, I um, bet. What music would you play? Snoop Dogg? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I got that yeah. vibe. Yeah. yeah. She's from San Francisco. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was teaching when I graduated and doing art on the side. Um, uh-huh. I was exhibiting in San Francisco, and one of my shows was titled The American Dream, and I painted five giant luxury objects. Um, and one, I'll just tell you, one was like a, the like a giant winning lotto ticket. It was actually the winning lotto ticket for that year. It was like a million dollars or something like that. Um, A giant blank check signed by Ben Franklin. Uh I did a giant diamond. It was like some random princess cut that I found on Google. And I totally thought all diamonds were the same. So I had like no idea what I was doing. Um, I painted it. It drove me insane. Like I hated it the whole time because I was like, this is so hard. What was I thinking? And then I finished it. And then when I exhibited it, everyone was like, oh my God. And I was like, I know this kind of crazy. Like maybe I should look into diamonds. So yeah. I started Googling them and researching and I was like, whoa, there's different cuts. Like what? Yeah. So I just started painting all the cuts just for fun. And like, you know, I have an art degree, so I knew I would be an artist, but it was more just an exploration. Uh-huh. And when I started posting on Instagram, I had like 50 followers or something. Yeah. And someone was like, wow, that's really cool. Could you paint my engagement ring? And I was like, sure, let's try it out. You know, did it. 
posted it. I think maybe Gem Gossip had reposted it. I didn't know anything about her. I didn't even know there was a gem industry. Like, it was just so over my head at the time. And people just caught on really quickly. And within a year, I ended up quitting my full-time teaching job to do this full-time because I had so many requests. It was like two full-time jobs. How many years ago was that? That was in 2015. Oh my gosh, well, this I, has happened really quickly. Really quick. Yeah, and I painted my first diamond for the exhibition in 2012. So after that is when I was like playing and kind of seeing. But 2015 is when I quit to do this. And my students were so upset, but it was like, go Miss Crabtree. Yeah, you know? let's like, do they this. They so excited for me and I'm still friends with a lot of them because they're all in art college now. Oh. And so we keep in touch and they're just like, that's my teacher. And it makes me really excited. That so. is cool. Oh, You've inspired yeah. young minds too. I mean, like... What an inspiration you are to the students. Yeah. Seriously. It's nice to show them that you can be an artist. Of course. You know, it's hard. I mean, it is a hard lot to of be an artist. Graduate and never do art again because one, art college costs a lot of money. When you go to like an art college, it's actually the same price as going to Harvard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it like is. we're always in debt and you don't really make money unless you establish yourself, but it's hard to get to that point because you have to have a part time job or, or full time job. Right. You know, um, so yeah, I'm so, you know, grateful that I've gotten to this point. And I think it's just because I have such a, unique niche you know what I mean it's just like somehow I like accidentally slipped into this like I I, isn't that what happens to everyone like we kind of just fall into where we're supposed to be I try to plan things it never works out that way yeah you know like I was like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna show at this gallery and I'm gonna you know it's just like nothing like that and I actually don't even show in galleries anymore because they take 50% and I sell everything myself on Instagram so why would I do that you know a gallery takes 50% yeah and it's I had funny, no idea when I've shown at galleries. I had no idea. It's crazy. I mean, I get they do a lot of work and they have yeah, the they clientele, promote it and yeah. but you know, a lot of the galleries I did show, I would post on Instagram. They would call the gallery and buy it. So it was like they didn't have to do the work. I was doing the work, yeah. you know. So it's like there's not really a point. It is nice to do it sometimes. I just had a show at Rose Arc in Los Angeles. That's that where was, you debuted your opals, exactly. Yeah, and I did that just for the event because I wanted to get out there and show somewhere I haven't done it before. And I've been doing commissions for so long that I wanted the opportunity to like pick my favorite gems that had been inspiring me, paint them and just exhibit them, you know, put them for sale. Cause like I have not painted my own thing in forever. Yeah. Um, and it's so, just a great problem to have. It is. Are, you know, yeah, but at the same time, it's like I get inspiration and I just want to do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah that's art. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the love of art. Which is why I went to your booth today to pick yeah. out yeah, all my favorite some opals. opals. <laughs> so, I'm excited. To go back even further, what is like your first memory of a gem or jewelry or anything if you go, if you go back? My first memory. Do you know who Top Notch Fastening is? I do. Right? Okay. Yeah. So he's in San Francisco. He uh-huh. really was at the time. Um, first gem person I ever met. He messaged me and was like, I fasted gems. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and he was like, cool. come to my studio. And I was like, okay, like, who's this guy? Like, you know, I go to his studio and I'm like, mind blown. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought they came out of the ground that way. Like, I didn't know. And it was just so inspiring. So he was like, let me see your work. So he comes to my studio. That was like my first diamond studio visit. And he was like, whoa, like, you need to keep doing this. Like, I know everyone in the gem industry would freak out. And I'm like, what's a gem industry? Like, I was just so, like, ignorant to the whole thing. So this was like 
right when you started. Right when I started. Yeah. So after your first little luxury 2012 exhibition, kind of yeah. thing. It, was it was like, like a year. It was like a, it was like a year later. Okay. Um, and yeah, that was really inspiring for me because he was just like. There's a world out there. And I was there like, is a really? world, and yeah. now I know. But it's taken a few years, and you know, I don't have a gem background. And yeah, like right after that, he introduced me to this person and this person and this person. So I started like you know meeting people. Networking. I went to, I went to GIA to get a tour. Uh huh. Um, I had met Robert Weldon, who's uh-huh. a photographer there, and I yeah. was yeah. like, hey, like, how do I like link up with photographers? Like, I need really high quality images, you know. So he introduced me to people, and I just went from there. I went to um, LA to um, you know look at the Diamond District kind of stuff there because it's closer to me. Uh huh. Um, and saw like my first pile of diamonds, like baguettes or something, and I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> just freaking out. I remember I was just like. Like I said, totally mind blown. Yeah. Um, and I still get that way around gems, especially new ones. Because it's like yeah. I've seen diamonds for so long now and I've painted like a thousand diamonds. Yeah. So now that I've moved into other stuff, it's just, it's all still new to me. Yeah. Like I don't know that much about opals or any other gemstones really. And this is my first time at AGTA. I've, I've been here. I walked through like Walk the one floor. day yeah. um, last year, but I didn't really get to experience it. And I, I didn't have the same thoughts last year that I'm having now because now every time I see a color gem I'm like that's a painting that's a painting that's a painting whereas yeah. before I was just overwhelmed they were like just what is gems. this they were just gems yeah but yeah. now I just I understand them in a little bit of a different way I know exactly what I'm looking for um so yeah AGTA is so inspiring and it's hard to stay at my booth because I just want to walk around and look at everything yeah. and, um I remember yeah. the first trade show Jonathan took me to it was in Miami do you remember that yeah it was terrible it <laughs> It was not because you were there. Not because I was there. Terrible show. It was, and it was Miami, and I think like we stayed at the Marriott like residence inn, and it was across the street from a strip club. And I'm like, oh, oh Miami! And all, you could, and all you could hear all night was boom, boom, boom. boom. It was <laughs> so bad. So but bad. like you walking through the show, I was like, I we had dated for what six months or something when you took yeah. me to a show, and I was like, I had no idea mm-hmm. this world existed because most. People don't get to see the backside of the jewelry industry. Their yeah. connection with the jewelry industry is jewelry stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't see everybody, all the minions behind the scenes making everything and putting it all together so you can see it in a in a jewelry store. Mm-hmm. And I never wore jewelry. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up on a ranch in Northern California. Yeah. I mean, I was an hour and a half, an hour-ish from the city, you know? So, it's like, yeah. I, I went to the city every once in a while, but I... I don't know. I've, I like rode dirt bikes, like super outdoorsy, like yeah. that type of glam thing was like never in my life. Like neither of my parents really have jewelry, so the whole thing was new to me. And the reason why wow, that up, took an odd like your life just took such changed. an odd path. Yeah, yeah. Like, I actually care about how I look now. I like, grew up on a land, like yeah. hands everywhere with like a hoodie. Yeah, um, <laughs> I do that's that. Cool here too. Yeah, I do I mean, that on like daily. That's how I yeah. Yeah. But, nice, um, nice. But yeah, I mean, I. I was thinking recently, it just like hit me that, you know, I've always really loved like geology and stuff because my grandpa was a gold miner and he was hardcore into it. And he would always bring me like obsidian and like minerals. And like, I would collect like pyrite and stuff like that growing up. Um, And so I had like this whole collection. I would like tumble rocks. and So, so you had like a little gem, uh, a rock hound in you. But I didn't know they were gems, you know, like I was just like found this on the ground. I remember this is the craziest story I thought about recently. I was like, oh my gosh. So I had this babysitter. I was five. 
we went to, we walked to the park and I found this like rock, maybe like five inches big. And uh, maybe it was like 10, it was a big rock, right? So I'm like, hey, I think there's crystals in this. I'm taking this. She's like, put that down. Like, you're not taking that. And I was like, no, I really want it. She's like, put it down now. So when she wasn't looking, I put it in my backpack, uh-huh. went home. <laughs> I was like, dad, cut this open. He's like, let's do it. He yeah. cuts it open. And there's like all this amethyst inside You found a geode. You found a geode? I was ecstatic. Like, I was like, <laughs> Six. Yeah, I was you, so excited. Are you kind of like, psychic too? Yeah, like you could just see could inside see, this I don't rock. Know, like there was like something on the outside that you thought. I just this, knew this and has like, treasure. Yeah, my dad, he's a huge fisherman, so we would go like hiking, and he would be like, "Look at this, look at this." So I think he got that from his dad. Yeah, you know? is so, he a fly fisher? Yeah. Oh, Jonathan's oh, dad like, too. He's big time. Drift boat and oh yeah, we drift the South Fork of the Snake. That's awesome. My dad goes to Alaska every year. With oh, so does mine. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I've always fished too, not fly fishing, but yeah. he always like made me go, quote yeah. unquote, but now I, I like it now. Yeah. Sure. I got like a hook in my cheek one time when I was behind. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like it's, I've always been doing that. I haven't <laughs> been down the drift boat yet with Frank. Which is crazy. I've got to. You've only been married. Ten years. I don't know though. He only takes people that row. (laughs) (laughs) You don't row, you don't go. You don't row, you don't go. So I've got to figure out how to. I've got to practice because some of those little, you know, what do they call it, rapids and stuff on that river? How are you going to row? I couldn't. I can barely. I'm here trying to row. I wish I could take video of you rowing right now. (laughs) that would be excellent. So, have you painted a geode yet? No, but I want to. Yeah. I want to do all the totally. minerals, yeah. all the G. Like, I want to do everything. So when I went to the tour at GIA, I was like, oh, my God. Like, and at the time, I hadn't done anything in the shape, you uh-huh. know? And I'm working with, like, a wood guy, and, like, we custom make all my shapes. So at the time, that didn't really occur Quite. to me. Yeah. But now, looking back, it's, like, all those crazy crystal shapes and everything. Yeah. Like, I could make it in that panel shape yeah so i'm just really excited to get there and it's gonna take me some time it's like i'll, I'll work you'll I'll work, work up there. to that have you, know? you have you done any process paintings like like a gemstone like in the rough and like paint the rough and then paint like a preform and then paint the finished faceted stone so actually forever mark told me that they wanted me to do that because they have this um special thing where they show like the process yeah of the cutting yeah and they were like let's do like four or five yeah you know? like, so and then that gave me the idea like i want to do like rough stones you know yeah like, yeah or like rough diamond world or just something like really unique you know so, yeah, I mean, I want to do it all. Like, I'm just, like I said, I'm overwhelmed with inspiration. And it's like, how do I find the time to do all this? Of Which course. is why I just recently decided to quit selling prints. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Because it just takes up so much time. And it's just like the back end stuff is boring to me. It's not know? creative. It's not creative. Yeah. And it's just. Sounds like you need staff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be helpful. I have you my need, dog Hubert, but yeah, I mean, no, you need staff to take over. It's the, the cutest thing, thing you're yeah. working. They don't need to be an artist. Yeah, they, they just need to do the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I but it's plan. it's so cute. Your mom is here with you I know. at the show, and she's helping you at the booth. My mom's amazing. She's like my best friend. Yeah, she's awesome. she's literally been there from the beginning. Uh-huh. Like always told me, like do whatever you want to do, and people were just like, really, like you want her to be an artist, not a doctor, you uh-huh. know? But she was just like, no, it's fine. Like whatever makes her happy. Why you is know? it everyone? Everyone's mom the wants them to be a doctor. I know. Like I know. seriously, yeah. it's, she, they work crap hours, people. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound super fun. And no, exciting, but no. I mean, she. So she and my dad actually own a business, also. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it's nice to be around other entrepreneurs to just say, like, if you're going to do this, try this or do this or get an accountant or whatever. It's like stuff that an artist doesn't typically think about. Um, (laughs) So she's been a huge help, both my parents. um, And she runs my dad's business. And then a couple of years ago, I was like, mom, can you help me? And now she like basically runs my business. So so she's like my one helper. Oh, so she needs an assistant now. (laughs) She's like, I'm ready to retire. And I'm just like, okay, don't worry. I'm not going to do prints anymore anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So, but then I drag her with me to these shows. But it's it's fun for her too. Like I get her dressed up and like, (laughs) you know, she's also like farmy. Yeah. (laughs) I remember hearing your name. I think it was three or four years ago at the luxury show mm-hmm. and you were doing live paintings mm-hmm. and I was like what what is this what is this live painting I'm not under and so I went and saw it and I was just blown away so what goes into you doing a live painting is it nerve-wracking everyone watching you no I mean I guess you're pretty comfortable with it I'm not an artist so I, I think like me with a paintbrush on like a stage in front of people would just be the worst Freaky my out. nightmare yeah. <laughs> It's such a slow process that it's hard to even see, like, what I've done. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know when you go to those street fairs and there's an artist with, like, a big paintbrush or spray paint? It's so fast. Like, they finish the whole thing in five minutes. Well, working on something that takes a 100 hours, like, this three inches got done in, like, two hours. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's like... No one's going to see if I mess up. Yeah. I'm not going to mess up. But yeah. even if I did, no one's going to see it. You no. Know? So, and like now that you're into Opal, no one's going to be able yeah, to tell no if you mess up at all. No one would you know? know. And that's why I went straight from Diamonds to Opals because I just want to do something organic and like expressive. And it's just, I yeah. felt kind of Impressionist vibe. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah. if you did that many diamonds in a row. I like could at some see. point you're like, enough. Yeah, I literally... <laughs> I, enough facets. I haven't counted, but I would say in those three years, I did probably like 35 diamond paintings. And like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, my mind was about to explode. I now, was just like, oh, I'm... Black, white, gray. Yeah, and then like, add the colors, yeah. you know? And then I was like, let's try pastels, because I was like getting bored, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I just <laughs> needed to do something different. And then it was like opals, and then I'm like, how do I get these crazy colors? When I was in college, I was looking for neon oil paint, which didn't exist at the time because oil paint is made from natural pigments. So how yeah. would you find neon colors? Yeah. It's um, like just a, uh, the only thing you could find that in is acrylic paint. Yeah. But acrylic, I don't like to use. One, it doesn't blend very well. And two, it dries like plasticky looking. Uh-huh. And like it yeah. doesn't work well for gemstones, you know. Um, so anyway, I was like in college, oh, I'm going to invent the first neon oil paint. And I like did all this research. Couldn't do it. Um, but then when I started the opals, I'm an artist. I was like, oh, I wish there was neon oil paint because it would be perfect for these. Yeah. And then I research it. There's one company like a year ago that came out with neon oil paint, and I was like, oh my god, it was the time. It was, it was perfect timing. timing. It was like meant to yeah. be, you know. So I just like slapped a bunch of neon paint on there, and I was like, this is beautiful. So you're not doing prints. <laughs> I'm not doing prints anymore. What about cell phone cases? Because I w- I want one. We're still gonna keep I that up, right? I was thinking I probably wouldn't, but after being here now, I think and the you demand. would be too sad. The if demand I is prints present. and phone cases. The demand is the demand is there. Yeah, sure. the phone cases are crazy, and like they're easy, you know. Yeah. So it's not easier yeah. than the prints. They're easier than the prints. Yeah, because still gonna need an assistant. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, you can't leave forever. I mean, you need something. Yeah, but the, yeah. the phone cases are really fun. It's just. You know, everyone's like, make this one, make this one, but they have to come from a painting. Yeah. So, you know, I have to release them very slowly and gradually as yeah, the painting. So of and course. not all of them fit on a phone case. 
Of course. Like, the yeah. round ones, like, not so much. I no. wanted to put a rose cut. It just looked like a bunch of floating triangles. So, like, it Yeah, really okay, work. I see that. It yeah. does take, so like, it's yeah, like, okay. It's like, to do a black diamond, I have to paint, like, an, like an emerald cut black diamond, yeah. you yeah. know, to make it look like yeah. what yeah. it's supposed to look like. So, right. you're, so you're transitioning strictly into your own mm-hmm. done paintings. Yeah, and up until this point, like, up until October when I started making work for this... I was only doing commissions yeah. and I'm still going to be doing commissions, but my focus is like, do what inspires me, you yeah. know, because I feel like I've worked hard enough to get to that point, Of course, you know, like I've saved up money and like, I can just enjoy myself. Now, now, and, and now you have a following to that's, that's exactly. going to want to buy. Yeah. They'll yeah, want to buy, they're gonna buy things that are unique and different and like, and that were inspired mm-hmm. by that inspired you. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, before I was like, okay, like, what diamonds are popular because like it has to sell or I'm not going to pay my rent this month, you know? But now it's like, I can do what I want and I know that the person that's meant to buy that piece will find that piece, you know, because in meeting all these gem people, it's like, they see it and they're like, that's the one. And package it with the actual gemstone. (gasps) That's what I want to do. I totally want to sell them as like a dual thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine having like the opal on your finger and then be like, yeah, it's, it's blown up on my wall back there. Check (laughs) that out. I think it would be awesome. Yeah. It would be awesome. That'd be insane. Yeah. Yeah, pick I'm up down. some opals and we, we'll we'll tag team it. That would be awesome. Yeah. Look at Jonathan; he's like, "You need an assistant. Yeah. We're gonna get you going on this." I love it. I, yeah. I don't have any entrepreneur in me. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I so, would start six companies if I could. So, are you gonna be mm-hmm. at Luxury or JCK this year? I don't know yet. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure. I feel like. I love AGTA now. I yeah. feel like it's probably a better fit for me just uh-huh. because there's more colored stones. When yeah. I went to luxury, it was like all diamonds. Jewelry. Yeah. And, and, jewelry. and jewelry. And jewelry. And I like the loose stones. And I feel like the crowd here fits kind of my inspiration a little bit. Yeah. More. You know, like they see it in kind of a similar light. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone that comes to the AGTA show loves color. I mean, it is the Mecca. It is the holy place. Holy for color gemstone yeah. it is and it is. And, and they get just frank's as been, excited about it as i do yeah and frank's been coming what for 40 some years we were talking to our taxi driver last night and she's like how long have you guys been coming to tucson and jonathan was like since i was born oh my <laughs> yeah crazy. yeah i mean i missed a few years for school and such <laughs> and such it's interesting because when you grow up in it mm-hmm. i feel like it's different than like coming into it from an outsider oh yeah you know what i mean like the whole thing to me like like when i was at your booth earlier and i'm like oh my god and you're like laughing about how excited <laughs> i am but it's like i've never no, i love it i've never seen this stuff no before. it's I love exciting it. i love the passion and that's like the same reason i love like when benjamin comes to the booth or like because there's that passion yeah or danielle from gem gossip and like, they, they see something and it freaks them out yeah. and it's just like yes we get to play with them day in and day out which is still exciting to me and i love what i do and i love the gemstones but it is different and i still get that excitement sometimes too Go. so this isn't your first gem show what have you gotten out to see have you thought about painting a dinosaur egg? <laughs> oh my god! You're going back. Or maybe like the egg on Instagram. Yeah. Um, we need to find one. I need a dinosaur Cut egg. That. I don't have one yet. <laughs> no, but I am interested in fossils. Yeah. Um, petrified wood. Oh, oh. gem bone. Yeah, I oh, will bring gem bone. Dinosaur gem. Oh, okay. She should go to Australia. No, 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 no. Gem bone. Gem bone is. Dino bone 
that has been agatized. What? Yes. Yeah. That so it so well, actually they take like a really? section yeah. you take like a section of the femur what, I yeah. mean whatever like it is and you cut it into slices and you cut it into slices and you can see like all the holes and in, in bones and stuff wow. agatized that's really and cool. and actually there there's red is like the top color but you can get yellows grays blues white nature is crazy it is crazy yeah. and so it's dino bone and they call it gem bone because it's like the top quality dino bone and they make wow. jewelry out of it that's amazing they make that's i think going to be my purchase of this yeah. i'm going to get some uh beads some, Some gem bone beads. Gem bones. Yeah. Gem bone yeah. beads for a bracelet. That would be really cool. No, but I'm serious. Like, I have a 10, I have a 30 year plan, okay? Because <laughs> a 30 year plan. Like, that's good. I'm going to do everything yeah. eventually. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. Mm-hmm. Your pleasure. And you're so cute. <laughs> and your paintings are amazing. And yeah. Anyway, I'm Brecken. And Jonathan. And Angie Angie Crabtree. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Gem Junkies. If you want to see what we do in our real life, you can follow us at Parlay Gems on Instagram or Facebook. And Angie Crabtree is also on Instagram. At Angie underscore Crabtree. Do you have a website, too? Yep. AngieCrabtree.com. All right. Check it out. I'm getting one of the Opal cell phone cases, period. For sure. For sure. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.